Hello everyone, hopefully you're having a good day today or had a good day today if you're listening to this later in the day. My name is Drew Joyner, I am the host of the Beyond the Garment podcast or I guess I renamed the podcast to Beyond the Garment with Drew Joyner. I'm just so used to saying the Beyond the Garment podcast, I don't know why I can't make the switch over in my brain. But either way, today's episode is a bit different. Um, Before we get into it, I want to always remind you, if this is your second time listening to this podcast, your second time, please do yourself a favor, do me a favor, give us a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. It means the world to me. This content is free. I make this content out of the kindness of my heart. (laughs) And that's why, you know, just giving a five-star review is a nice way to say thank you for the effort that goes into the editing, the recording, the ideation, the et cetera, et cetera. So today's episode is going to be a bit different than the last seven episodes on the podcast. I've had seven guests over the last seven weeks. It's been seven weeks of nonstop episodes. That's pretty impressive to say the least. It's been pretty consistent here. And this is week eight, I believe. If I'm off by a week or two, don't try to correct me. I... I I know what I'm doing here, (laughs) but today's episode is going to be all about overrated versus underrated. It's a concept that isn't too hard to grasp. I have 10 items or 10 things, 10 concepts that I'm going to run through and give you my opinion on whether I think that they are wildly overrated or massively or wildly underrated. And there is a place in between, okay? There is a place in between. There are some things that I can deem as properly rated. And if something's properly rated, all that means is that I think it's exactly where it should be in the ethos and the zeitgeist of whatever category we're talking about, okay? Also, if you're listening to this like and you want to do it with me, that would be a lot of fun. I think it's kind of like a conversation we're having, even though I know I can't hear you, but It'd be kind of fun. I don't know. All right. I'm going to try my best to make this as fun as possible while keeping it not too long. I only have 10 things. So let's dive right in. First, let's talk about pancakes. Okay. I wanted to start off with food just as a little bit of a warm up. Like food is something that we all can kind of talk about at a high level. We all understand what it is to eat something. And I had a poll. I had a poll about two, three weeks ago, and it was talking all about pancakes versus waffles. And I'll give you my answer to that question before I talk about whether or not pancakes are overrated or underrated. But I think pancakes are way better than waffles. And I know some people are gasping right now. I know it hurts. It hurts to hear the truth. I know it does. But if you've never had like a top of the line, I'm not talking about IHOP. I'm not talking about like powdered buttermilk pancakes i'm talking about some like ultra good like not like world class but just really good pancakes are better than really good waffles in my opinion like you can do more with a really good pancake i've had pancakes with goat cheese in them in france and i've had pancakes in montreal and here in denver and i don't know i just gravitate towards the texture the 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 way you eat a pancake more than a waffle um my bias probably lies in the fact that the majority of the waffles I have are like the hotel waffles that, I don't know, they just aren't the best. I don't know how to describe them other than the fact that they just aren't the best thing. Now, are pancakes overrated or underrated? This is going to be probably really, mm, actually, I don't, I don't want to give any, let me just give my answer. I don't know why I'm posturing. Pancakes are underrated, folks. 
massively underrated. I think a lot of people don't understand what a good pancake is. And there's a lot of ways you can make pancakes. You can make them with obviously eggs and batter and things like that. But you can also like make it super healthy and make it with like bananas or, you know, make it with like protein powder and crazy stuff like that, which is super fun. And in that way, like you can also elevate a pancake like I was mentioning before. You can elevate it. You can add like some gourmet textures and features to it. I had it with goat cheese before in France and that was like, it was crazy. It really hit different. Like my life changed after having that pancake. So I think for the most part, like here in Denver, like there's not like a ton of great pancake spots. I don't know where you live if there's a lot of good pancakes or maybe where you live there's better waffle options, but either way pancakes man oh man a good little pancake drizzle the way i do it is i if i have like a stack of pancakes like a little bit of a stack i like create this little almost like cave in the middle of the pancake i just cut out like a little bit of the of the middle portion and then i pour this syrup in there and then i start to go to town on that thing it depends on what kind of pancake there is if there's like special stuff on it then maybe i don't do that as much but pancakes are underrated all right now i know you probably listen to this podcast because we talk about fashion or art or entrepreneurship or some type of professional creative pursuit and we're gonna get to the second thing on this list which is Kith. Is Kith the brand? If you know about Kith, it's a brand that has been around for quite some time now. It's pretty popular. Is Kith, is Kith, can I even say that right? Kith, Kith. Is Kith underrated or overrated? Hmm. I would say a bit of both. I think Kith as a clothing brand is overrated. Like the items of clothing that come from Kith to me are a bit overrated um, in the sense that they are very expensive and it doesn't seem like they have the design. They don't have the design features that garner its expense, if that makes sense. Like I don't think it's justified. What I do think is underrated about Kith and what I still love and use Kith for all the time is their footwear section. I love footwear and Kith has one of the best accounts when it comes to carrying interesting and unique footwear from loafers to mules to sneakers to boots. I always find myself going on Kith's website and just searching for different footwear items. And funny enough, when I first started growing on TikTok, um, I had a series called the underrated series or or the underrated sneakers, the underrated sneaker series, excuse me. That's what it was called. And what I would do when I was like on underrated sneaker number 50 or 60, I would just go to Kith and I would say, hmm, like what sneakers here are not sold out? But if they had the cosign of a Kanye West or if they had the cosign of a Jerry Lorenzo or some other, you know, person like that, like would they sell out? And that's kind of how I would determine what would be the next sneaker on underrated sneakers. So I think from that standpoint, Kith offers tons of great um, footwear options. And I don't know, they carry some good brands as well, but I always just go right for the footwear when it comes to Kith. Number three, we have M.A. Leondor, and I think ALD is properly rated without a doubt. I've seen the rise of ALD over the last four years, and it has been one that is been really interesting to see. I think ALD has done a lot of things right. I think a lot of people want to criticize ALD, rightfully so, because as a brand grows in prominence, it, it 
more eyeballs get on it and more scrutiny gets on it. But I think for the most part, AOD does a fantastic job with their imagery. The sneaker collabs and the footwork collabs are always on point. The storytelling is always on point. Um, I have a couple of like, not even like gripes with AOD, but I kind of have some like inside scoop on, you know, what it's like to work at ALD from people that I know who've worked at ALD. And that kind of has held me back from loving the brand like I used to. Cause I, I think for, for me, like if I know someone was treated poorly at a company and even if that company's a really popular sneaker or streetwear company, like it kind of takes away from the magic of that company just because it, it, um, it just puts a bad taste in your mouth. So I have that kind of in the back of my mind when I think about ALD. If you're a huge fan of ALD, continue to support. I don't think they're doing anything like tragically, maliciously wrong. But um, yeah, ALD is properly rated. It's right where it needs to be. Keeping on the role of hype brands, popular brands, sneakers and fashion, we have the Jound Asics Jill Keanu collaboration. Now, this collaboration was teased earlier this year and it's, it's so interesting to me how Jound has been at the forefront of every major kind of footwear shift over the last two and a half years. Uh, you have the Jound 992s that came out in 2020, the 990s that came out in 2021, same thing for this year, and you have the Bapestas from Jound and, and the Reeboks, and everything that Jound seems to be doing also similar to AOD is just they just seem to do a good job at positioning their ideas and their imagery and their products to hit the market at the perfect time and it's there's no accident behind that I have to give them their kudos for that do I think the shoes are overrated or underrated I think the the jound asics are are underrated I think people are criticizing them a lot for sure but I still think that asics as a whole is underrated compared to like something like new balance right now and without a doubt, the, the Jound Asics are an underrated sneaker that I think people will look back on. And I'm not sure if they'll look back on, they'll be like, they wish they had them. But I think that they'll look back and they'll, they'll kind of point to the significance of the collaboration. My opinion, I don't know if it'll really happen like that, but I'm just throwing it out there. It could happen. It couldn't happen. I'm no, I'm no storyteller. I'm no future seer. So I have no idea. Kind of keeping it fun and light again. The iPhone 14 was just announced. I am like a somewhat tech nerd kind of guy. Like I love to review tech and stuff like that. For the most part, from my perspective here in the US, like in Denver and Colorado, like the vast majority of people have iPhones. And so when Apple comes out with new hardware, it's really interesting to see the improvements. And um, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because as a creator, like I use my phone every single day to help grow my business. And so it's always important to see whether or not the features are going to be enough for me to improve or upgrade, excuse me, to a new phone. I don't have like the craziest phone. I have an iPhone 11, which I think for most, for the most part, it's all people need. But the iPhone 14, when I watched the keynote, I, I, I listened into it. I'm watching the YouTubers tell me why it's the best iPhone ever. For me, I think that the iPhone 14 is a bit overrated. If you look at the difference between the 13 and the 14, like I'm not going to get into the weeds about it because like I'm not a oh, 18 megapixels and 500 gigabytes and all these like terms. Like I'm not going to get into the weeds about it. Maybe one day I will, but not today. Um, I think the iPhone 14 just doesn't change much about what the 13 was and if you want to change as much as you can you have to pay more for the pro models so 
I think for the most part, it's it's overrated, right? I don't think Apple really is innovating to the same level that they were when I feel like the iPhone first came into the market in the first probably eight years after that. Now we're, you know, pushing 10 years of iPhones and it's not the same. It's not the same magic. It's still cool stuff, but it's not the same magic that I remember from iPhones when I was like a teenager and I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to change the world. And now, I mean, now we're here in 2022 going to 2023. The iPhone has changed the world. It's changed a lot of things for a lot of people. It's, it, it's made it possible for someone like me to have a business in fashion and in and, and social media. All because I have interconnectivity to the internet and I can post on these social media platforms and you guys can hear my opinion. So um, for the most part, these changes in technology are just incremental. They're not revolutionary. And that's why it's overrated for the iPhone 14. Next, we have the app Be Real. Um, I don't really know a ton about Be Real. I've heard a little bit about it. It's the number one downloading app, number one downloaded app right now in the app store. It is a social media app. From my understanding, Be Real is this kind of fun, more realistic, more or less curated social media app in which every day at a certain time, I think there's a notification that goes off on your phone and you have to take out your phone and just post exactly what you're doing front facing and back facing on Be Real. I like the concept. I think it's interesting. I like the fact that people want things to be more authentic and less curated. But from what I'm gathering and from what I'm reading, people are still very curated on their quote unquote be real social media pages. And I don't know, I downloaded a be real. So if you want to, if you want to, you can find me on there. It's Drew Joyner. I haven't posted any pictures or anything, but um, I think be real is overrated for sure. It's a bit overrated. I think social media, all social media platforms are driven. Like the engine of them is the users or hmm. I wanted to say a cool analogy, but I just ruined it. The engine of all social media accounts is the fact that they need to make money. Um, the heart of the social media apps that we use are the users, of course. Like the users make the apps. But the the thing that's the driving force for how social media continues is the fact that these apps have to make money in one way or another. Or they want to make money in one way or another. And you've seen many apps kind of rise and fall. I know some people remember Vine. Many people remember Tumblr. There was Yik Yak. There, there's so many social media apps that used to exist that have fall, fallen to the wayside. And only a few have really emerged victorious. Yeah. Be real. Just be real. Be real. <laughs> Overrated. Seven, Gorpcore. Now, Gorpcore is a subsect of fashion that emphasizes outdoorism, um, associated with typically with Arcteryx, Solomon Hoka, brands like that, kind of that more outdoor rugged, rugged aesthetic. I think Gorpcore is underrated. Um, for me, I think that the genre fits perfectly into you know Denver lifestyle, Colorado lifestyle. Um, maybe it's not underrated. Maybe it's properly rated. That's probably the better way because I feel like if you live in a climate that doesn't really allow for Gorpcore to exist, then it's overrated for you. But if you live in a climate that has mountains and snow and winter conditions, then it's probably somewhere between underrated and properly rated. So that's what I would give it. And funny enough, Arc a new Arcteryx is actually opening up in Colorado. There used to be one in like the Cherry Creek area in Denver. And I just got word that a new one is opening up in Boulder. 
and I will actually be there for the um, opening day at some point during the day and uh, connect with the Arcteryx team and maybe maybe there'll be some more Arcteryx stuff. Maybe Arcteryx will sponsor a, a video or something like that. And maybe maybe you'll see me like climbing a mountain in a commercial. Like imagine wind blowing, snow up a mountain. I'm using those like ski sticks to climb up. I got a nice little beard going, you know, bearded Drew. Camera pans in on me. I look to my left. I see the camera. I nod my head and I just keep going. Camera pans out. You see the mountain. Yeah, that would be nice. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Hopefully that made you chuckle a little bit. But Arcteryx is going to be uh, in Boulder. So that's cool. Uh, properly rated. Gorbcore. Okay, next. Another fashion topic. Um, I wrote this down as fashion and body inclusive inclusivity. Now, fashion and body inclusivity. What did I mean by this? I think that what I was trying to say with fashion and body inclusivity is that uh, essentially it feels like, and, and I know uh, Fashion Lover 4, he was on the podcast. He just made a YouTube video about this. It seems like fashion is oftentimes really focused on skinny individuals, right? Like the, the best clothing always looks or the clothing that we always associate with the best is typically someone who's very skinny, relatively lanky, and they're, you know, modeling the clothing. Um, and I think that this is a underrated topic, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like there still needs to be more of a conversation, more of a community, more of an understanding of how everyone has different body types and fashion. And even my me myself, I'm a six foot three you know, 190 pound man, I have bigger thighs. And so for a lot of the clothes that you see, maybe for like a brand like Reese Cooper, or just any runway brand, like any high end brand, even ALD, it doesn't matter what the brand is. Like sometimes the pants and, and the, the silhouettes and the way things fit is just totally off to my body type. And so I think it's still important. We live in a time where we need to elevate the voices of all types of bodies for fashion so that everyone has a resource to go to. Funny enough, I don't want to put this creator on blast or anything like it's not anything crazy. Um, but recently, within the last couple of weeks, Pokimane, if you know who that is, Pokimane followed me on Instagram. She apparently is a big fan of the channel, which I thought was super cool to have um, her support and like her like shouting me out. We've been talking a bit more um, just in DM about like, you know, suggestions. Like she's been asking me like, oh, what, what other channels are you like tapped into? I'm trying to, you know, grow my style just like all of us are, which I think is like super cool that like Pokemon Iman like can like reach out and just we can have a conversation. But one of the things that we were talking about was like this exact this exact idea, which is um, there aren't always in menswear or women's wear exact body types for the listener of a video or for the watcher of a video for the consumer of a video versus the creators the creators all tend to have kind of very similar body types um, whether they be height or weight and so I don't know it's just something interesting I thought I'd bring up fashion and body inclusivity I think it's a very underrated topic still in fashion we need more people to kind of create content talk about fashion for all types of bodies and Hopefully, if you watch my videos, if you're tall, if you're a bit more, you know, bigger in the thighs, like you can help, I can help you find pants and things like that that are better. I've always talked about like Dickies 874s as like the number one pant for me because the length on them is good. The waist is good. You can, you know, customize it to whatever 
for both of those measurements and hit the ground running. Okay, final two things. We're coming up to the final two. It's the final countdown. So number nine, overrated versus underrated. We have the Chipotle $3 burrito hack. Does anyone know about this? I've, I'm about to put y'all on the game if y'all don't know about this. I just learned about this. So I eat a lot of Chipotle. Chipotle was actually founded here in Denver. So there's plenty of Chipotles around. And what you can do, to, you can get a $3.30 burrito. Doesn't that sound amazing? It, sound, it sounded amazing to me until I ordered it and I had it in hand and it was beautiful. So what you do, um, basically it's a TikTok hack or TikTok slash Reels hack that I saw. My girlfriend showed it to me actually. And basically what you do is you order a single chicken taco. And in that chicken taco, you don't put anything in it besides, or not chicken taco, you order a single taco. You can put chicken or you can put veggies, depending if you're a vegetarian, I get it. Whatever you order, just order one taco. And then what you do, because the taco only costs $3.30, what you do is you order everything on the side. And guess what? They don't charge you extra for any of the sides. So if you order a single taco, if say, for example, you get chicken, then you say, okay, can I get white rice on the side? Can I get black beans on the side? Can I get corn on the side? Can I get salsa on the side? You can't get queso on the side, obviously. But can I get salsa on the side? Can I get pico de gallo? Can I get cheese? Can I get lettuce all on the side? And then can I get a tortilla on the side? You end up having all the sides. You have a little bit of meat. And then you have basically a free tortilla to put all of the sides into to make your own burrito for $3.30. Check this out. If you don't know about this, you should definitely figure this out. Like you should definitely look it up and make sure you get your order right. This is insanely underrated. There will be a point in time when Chipotle probably strikes down the hammer of justice on this and is like, guys, this is not okay. But I think it's pretty cool that people discovered this. It's a pretty good hack and uh, helps you eat more for less. And that's always a plus in this economy underrated chipotle three dollar burrito hack okay for the last overrated underrated topic on this list we're gonna talk about a rapper who i've seen a lot on social media um in the future when i do this because this is just part one i want you guys to send me your like overrated underrated topics i wrote down 10 that i thought i thought that were on my mind the most but in the future like i said we'll get a communication going i'll post on instagram or something and you guys will be able to kind of tell me the things that you think are underrated or overrated there's this new um rapper who's a woman who her name is ice spice and i've seen a lot of her clips on social media partially because i think something happened with her and drake like her and drake hung out or something of the sort and she's got a song i can't i don't know the exact name of it something about like um you know we both from the bronx and being dirty or something like that is it's kind of a weak bar but it's kind of making its rounds on social media i don't really know how to talk about it <laughs> it's not usually something i talk about um and you know she's a relatively attractive woman right and she raps and you know she's growing in popularity and i'm gonna give my opinion on whether or not i think that she's overrated or underrated if you're looking her up now then like i don't know maybe we can do this together if you already know then we can do this together regardless um, it seems to me that Ice Spice is a bit overrated from a music standpoint. Um, she uh, doesn't have the greatest of hits. I think her music is is okay. Like I wouldn't say it's like wildly overrated. I think it's. I think she's still got a lot to grow as a as a artist and as a um, a rapper. But I love the fact that she's a woman rapping. Like I think that the more we have of that, the better. It's really cool to see 
you know, rappers from all different walks of life. And she's just another example of that. And um, someone said that Ice Spice is the type of girl that everybody had a crush on when they were in high school. And I can agree with that. She's She's got looks for sure. Sorry, Lauren. Um, but regardless, I think from a music standpoint, from a career standpoint right now, she's a bit... She's in a weird space because I feel like she could blow up even more. So she's like overrated from what I've heard, which I need to do more research, honestly. But she's underrated from the perspective of like she's an underdog. She's not like Meg Thee Stallion or Nicki Minaj. So she she could pop off. Who knows? Well, that's this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, if you listened to the entire thing the whole way through, um, I appreciate you dearly. Um, It was fun recording this. I always love kind of dipping my toe into other subjects outside of fashion, giving my opinions there. And if you like that, then you know what to do. Give it a five-star review. And uh, in the future, if you want to see more episodes like this, or not see, hear more episodes like this, let me know. I will definitely be uh, up to making more like this. Just send me a DM at Beyond the Garment Pod on Instagram and uh, leave a five-star review. I don't know how many times I've said that, but I mean it. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully you have a wonderful rest of your day. Um, Yeah. Abianzo. Peace.